This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Markin' Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 307. Uh, you can check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut, MarkinOut.com, Facebook.com slash MarkinOut. Follow us on Twitter at MarkinOut, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash MarkingOut11. Um, Dave, how are you doing this week? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> How's that for you? I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. I'm doing spectacular. It's been a good week. Uh, yeah, everything's going well. How's your week going? It's good. I went to the... Uh, the ugly Christmas or the ugly sweater party. Oh yeah, how would that go? It was it was good. I uh, I played beer pong with water because that's how I do it. But uh, I, I won. A lot, a lot of people play do that that way now. But I and mean, that, like, and drink. I never I never understand is the fact that they still wash the ball. There's still a water cup no matter what. I, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I like. Well, you I need the this, water. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's I, I, pointless I, if you're playing with water. Right. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I won. I lost the first round, and then I mm-hmm. won the second round, and then ultimately just got completely crushed in the third. We had, like, a, a best two out of three series going on, but... Uh, you're usually pretty good at, um, at beer pong and everything. Yeah, my record... I think my record now would probably be something like... 10 and 3 or 10 and 4-ish, something mm-hmm. around there. So I don't really play often, 14 times a lot. But but, it's no, my, but my, my, my W column is still pretty solid, so. Oh, yeah, no, that's there's no denying that. And I don't understand how. It's not like it's luck of the draw with who you have for your teams with. You're actually pretty decent. Right, and it's funny, the person that I, I was teamed with – on Saturday, was the the very first person I actually defeated in beer pong. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so that was That's pretty and cool. that was oh, I think that was like ten years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe nine years ago, around that. So it was pretty crazy. But wow. uh, yeah, so that was that was fun to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, not much else. I watched Home Alone today. I, Which uh, one? Home Alone. I would have said Home Alone 2 if it was Home Alone 2 or 3 okay. or 4 or 5, I think. Well, while I was getting a haircut, they had Home Alone like 5. The one with Scarlett Johansson in it. I don't know which one that is. I think that's I actually want, 4. I was going to say 3, but I don't know. All right, maybe 3. 3 are or 4. Sh- are you sure it was her? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember her being in. Yeah, she was um, one of the, the sister in Home Alone, the newer one. Really? Yeah, the one with no, with not Macaulay Culkin. Well, I mean that was three through five. If there is, is there a fifth one? I don't even know. I really, I don't even know. 
But it's it's I, it's yeah, I'm not too sure. It's so funny because like I'm watching the the movie and it's like time's just flying. An hour, it's like an hour and forty minutes or something. The movie, mm-hmm. but it's like the stuff that goes on in that film. It's like there's no way people <laughs> can survive stuff like that, and there's mm-hmm. no way. How old? Kevin said he was in second grade. How can a second grader do all that stuff? There's no way. And I don't understand. He goes to church. Why can't you just tell the neighbor that you you know people are coming to rob your house? Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Like, or tell a priest or call the police. But I guess then, yeah. we, wouldn't, then we wouldn't get a movie out of it. But, no, not at all. But there's so but, many there's so many things in that movie that are just like so funny. Yeah, the original is the best by far. The Sticky Bandits. No. All the Wet Bandits. Wet Bandits, yeah. Yeah, the Wet Bandits and then the Sticky Bandits. Yeah, and it's but, funny It's no, funny because there's a baby in that movie at one point, and mm-hmm. like that kid right now is probably like my age or a year older. That is, is weird. <laughs> it's so weird, yeah. But I mean, the movie came out in 1990. So, wow. Yeah. Really? 1990? Yeah. That's that's kind of wild, With, and but, it's like Bam roasted to Kevin's mom too, because like she, well, because so she's flying from Paris. I don't know if anyone like if anyone's listening to this at this point in, in life, and like you have not seen Home Alone. Oh well, mm-hmm. like you should have seen it. But Kevin's mom is trying to get back home to their house, and she's she traded a woman like jewelry five hundred dollars. And first class tickets just to get onto the flight. Then she gets to the other airport and there's no flights out of there. Finally gets to to hitch a ride with the Kenosha Kickers in, <laughs> in the back of a, a, a truck. Gets dropped off for Christmas morning. And her family also arrives like five minutes after her. Mm-hmm. Having had taken the, the morning flight that... They just like if you just waited, you would have been there the same exact time. She had like the the most hellacious holiday travel schedule of all time, mm-hmm. all because she had to get home and she couldn't. So did you see that entire um, that we discussed this on the show? That's what I thought, right? The, the conspiracy. Yeah. All right. So we, then we won't even talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, but that was my week. Basically, it was just nothing and. It was fun. So, uh, moving on to this week's episode itself, there was a pay-per-view that took place at the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that being Roadblock, the second roadblock of the year. Which is unfortunate because they could have just created a brand new pay-per-view name, but... This was this pay per view up and down just felt straight up like Monday Night Raw. But, yeah, nothing um, crazy. Who I won? Mean, who won? You by one. Ooh. You by one. Five to four. Five to four. If only I went with Rusev instead of. And cast. it's funny, man, because last week's episode, I was like, we'd be so stupid not to pick Charlotte. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but the. Wait, if only you picked Cass. Yeah. Cass lost, bro. Oh, uh, no. It, it, I mean, if I didn't pick Cass. If oh. I only picked Rusev, yeah. Yeah, so we had uh, the kickoff the pre-show match where Rusev picked up the victory over Big Cass via countout. Um, 
I just that's just like adds to like it's such a cliche thing for Rusev within his like WWE career on the main roster. It's just been like I, I would love to know how many DQs, countouts, and no contests he's had. Mm-hmm. It's like I, that's that's what Rusev is. You think that the, I know it's unfortunate, but on the other hand, I'm okay with it. It's um they're not building him like a Strowman character. But I don't mind it. Mm. I know in the past I may have flip-flopped, but I, I don't mind it with the countout victory and everything like that. It's a little bit too cheap at times, though. I would like to see more. I mean, it's not like we don't see the powerhouse side of him. Yeah, but like but... fast forward fast forward to Monday Night Raw even. It's like the same, same typical kind of outcome where it's like there's not a clean finish. Yeah. So you want to see more clean finishes with Rusev? I guess. I mean, I feel like these kind of finishes have been, like, too repetitive. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the only people that get cheated out of these finishes is the fans in attendance. I mean, especially look at, um, let's see. I think it was, like, Raw. On Raw, you had a ton of no con- you had no contest galore and a D- DQ. Like, I, it's just unfortunate for the fans that attend where you don't get a finish to anything. Well, but, well, I mean, there's some, some things are, are better than others, though. Yeah, I guess, but, yeah. Yeah, so, the, the next match, the first match that actually kicked off the pay-per-view itself, I thought for sure should have been the 30-man Iron Man, the 30-minute Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I was like 100% that's what should open the show but why uh, just to get it out of the way go 30 minutes I, right off the bat I disagree with you I actually think that it's great to start off with what they did start off with the only other way I would start is with Rollins Y2J I think no I don't think so I think well I, first of all I think that the fact that they started with Cesaro and Sheamus defeating New Day uh, ending New Day's record-breaking WWE World Heavyweight Tag Team Championship title run since May or whatever of last year, um, mm-hmm. I think that completely like killed the crowd. I'm fine with it. I mean, given I didn't watch it live, so I don't know how it killed the crowd or anything like that. I'm just got to go by your your word. But it was such it, like it was like a, a I don't even know like a nine minute ten minute match that just like that's it that's the end of their run which is like that's such a typical thing for WWE which I said it on the show last week I really hope that does not happen I really hope they do not lose their tag team titles at Roadblock it would make no sense for them to lose the titles at Roadblock. But then it happened, and uh, even though you did, you picked New Day with me as well, right? Yeah. Uh, even though you did pick New Day, you did say on the show that you'd like to see, or you said watch, Sheamus steals the victory for them. Mm-hmm. Kind of happened. And I that's kind of, for me, why I feel like I shouldn't have done that. I mean, I should have went with my idea and saw it through. Sheamus went for the hot tag, and... Uh, Cesaro did not tag in. Instead, he walked into the ring, sacrificed himself, and when Kofi Kingston rolled him up for a pin, uh, Sheamus 
rolled Kofi up for the pin and got the victory. And I was just like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, that completely, like, it killed me. It killed my mood. Mm -hmm. and, and then the pay-per-view itself, just like, I don't know. It just... So, but I liked after the afterwards where Cesaro and New Day, like, they all hugged. Sheamus just, he took the two titles by himself. So, there's still tension between Cesaro and Sheamus there. As there should be. I mean, they are an odd couple, but I'm still a fan of them. I'm still a fan, and I'm a fan of them picking up the victory here. It's like, I'm not, I'm not disappointed with Cesaro and Sheamus being tag team champions. Mm -hmm. I'm just disappointed with the fact that they already beat New Day. Why? I think their I think New Day's title reign could have went a lot further than it did. I disagree with you. I think that it's great that they lost right now, and I'm excited for this loss. I've been looking forward to this loss because now that they broke the record, now we can move on. Now we can start doing a little bit of different things, allow more people to well, different tag team to carry the, that title to yeah, elevate them. I but there's still like Cesaro and Sheamus had so many chances. I feel like at these titles. Kept coming up short, and then because of tribute to the troops at the last minute, they got a title shot. That's bad booking, in my opinion. I mean, bad booking or not, I'm still okay with them picking up this victory. I mean, I would be okay with it had it been later on. Mm -hmm. Like, if right. do, like the first week of 2017, or like the Royal Rumble, or something. So, yeah, but up after that, we saw a 10 minute time limit match where, of course, you pitched the idea. Yeah. Um, and it happened. Yeah. And it's Although, unfortunate that you agreed with me. Um, well, first of all, well, I mean, because if you didn't agree with me, I would have picked up the victory in this one because well, you originally picked Zane. Zane did win. Though. No, it's a no, draw. No, Zane won. He had to last ten minutes. Oh, uh, that's a loss. It was a draw match. No, no, he survived the ten minutes. Yes, but it was a draw outcome. There was no, uh, I mean, no pinfall or submission was recorded. No, no, it was it was a ten minute match limit where Sami Zayn had to survive ten minutes. I, I don't get it. That's, I think, at least. That's a... Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure it was he had to survive the 10 minutes. Which he did, right. so he technically has the victory, but... So, Sami Zayn defeated Braun Strowman, but I don't... I don't... No, I'm not saying that. He didn't defeat Braun Strowman. Well... Sorry, <laughs> I... As a draw, he didn't defeat Braun Strowman. You could say he survived, but I wouldn't say he defeated him. Even surviving, that's still... Not defeat. He, no one, he, he survived. Sami Zayn survived the match, which means he got the W. Did Zayn have his arm raised? I don't know. I don't remember that. Well, there you go. If he didn't have his arm raised, he didn't win the match. That's not so, necessarily true. There's people that won. Of course it is. There were well, people that about, won before. <laughs> and talking about winning, Rollins picked up the victory over Y2J. Both of us chose Rollins in this one. I thought this match was too long. Yeah, 
but um, I like I enjoy seeing Rollins versus Y2J still. I'm a fan of them every time that they do put on a match. I know that you've been tired of it though, right? I mean, they're, they, they're not bad matches, but like it's just how many times can you see this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I need to get through Chris Jericho to get through Kevin Owens to get to Triple H. Mm-hmm. I don't, that doesn't, I don't get it. Triple H is just Triple H. You could just go directly to Triple H. Yeah. But up next for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship in a triple threat match, champion Rich Swan picked up the victory over Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick, and TJ Perkins. Uh, it was a good match. I wish it was longer. I'm happy that Swan picked up the victory. I'm, I would have really hated it if he lost it. I'm more happy with the outcome afterwards, though. I agree with you with this. I was, I mean, it was stupid for me to think. I was almost ready to tweet out, okay, now let's have Mustafa Ali come out here and challenge Rich Swan or beat up Rich Swan, um, which was not the case. Instead, it was Neville who came out because he does exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, basically, just beat up, beat up Rich Swan, and Brian Kendrick helped to beat up. Right, I think, I think Neville, yeah, up, and T.J. Perkins also. Yeah, both of them got beat up. Nev, uh, Kendrick was just hanging around there, watching, applauding him, and then once he got out of the ring, um, Kendrick decided to jump on in after that and start. Laying the smack down. On a raw pay-per-view. Yeah. So I'm happy Neville clearly then turned heel, even though, which is just like the funniest thing, because you have Neville who's inserting himself into this storyline where he's, as the bad guy, Mm -hmm. beating up the champion who people cheer for, beating up TJ Idab Perkins, I almost <laughs> cursed. I really almost cursed there. Well, I appreciate you not cursing. Uh, and people cheered. People were so happy with Neville doing that to them. So that's got to speak volumes. Mm-hmm. Which Neville even mentioned that in uh, in his in his promo on Raw. So yeah, but after yeah, that, next next up is the women's thirty minute Iron Man match. Charlotte picked up the victory over Sasha Banks. Ah, uh, that stinks. That um, it came. Stinks. It came down to two seconds. It was. It was two victories to one. Sasha Banks two. Charlotte one. Two seconds left. Boom. Tap. <sighs> I know. Which then in itself, that should have been it. We were promised they will never... This was it. They would have a 30-minute Ironman match, and they will never, ever wrestle. Whoever wins, you wins. You decide it all. And that, Whoever yeah. wins, wins. With a draw, tie goes to the runner. No? Does that not mean the tie should go to the fact that there was a draw, that the champion should remain champion? Well, I, I think they should just show mercy to us and not do it. But no, well, I, I, should, well, should the, should, because the fact that it ended in a no, draw. There should have been, no, it should have been a, it was, uh, extra minutes added on as they that's did. That's not what the match was given. 
That's and what about the match between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart? What about it? There was extra time added were, on. Were they were we promised out of that that we will never see Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart? No, but that, the were, match were we was promised that that was it? In a tie. We were, but we were not promised that that it match was such it. Something that's so minuscule in this. No, no, because then Sasha Banks would still be champion, and we would not have this Charlotte Flair four-time champion, seven Sorry. reigns total, eight months. I think it's. I think that your reasoning, I think, is it's not, not. My reasoning's not off or anything. We were promised what we were promised, and we were given more. You're looking at something so tiny, though. There's no. No, I'm fine with the extra time being added on. It's just unfortunate that Charlotte won. Well, That's you had it. to. You had to know once it was tied, and they were going to add more more time on that. Flair was going over. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, no, hundred percent. It's the whole pay, that whole oh Charlotte single victories pay per views longest reigning. The title's a joke. The reign's a joke. The feud is a agree joke. With, I agree with all of that. I'm not going to disagree with any of that. That's true. It's all been a joke. It's all been awful. And it's all been not fun to to watch. It hasn't been entertaining. At least for myself, I haven't been entertained by this. Like they've but, had they've had good matches here and there, but that's not not enough to keep me gripped in. I just don't, I don't I don't understand the whole seven reigns in for for two people in eight yeah. months, almost nine months, mm-hmm. eight and a half months we could say. No, just but, makes, that makes no sense. I agree. Uh, in the main event of the evening, you had the Universal title on the line. Kevin Owens picking the victory over Roman Reigns by DQ. Um, what's your take on the DQ finish? Um, I, I don't. I guess I in the. I don't really mind it. It was mm-hmm. Rollins doing what Rollins needed to do. Okay. I, I mean, we got to see. The Shield basically do what the Shield did. Mm-hmm. They put Jericho through a table. They put Owens through a table. Yeah, they did their Shield stuff. Yeah. So in that sense, I didn't mind it. I liked the match itself. Yeah, but like it was good. I was but... still like that Iron Man match beforehand. That like really. Really pissed me off. So you think that the booking overall was poor with this pay per view? I mean, yeah. from the way that they kicked it off with the um, like how you like, I don't understand how could you like yeah you started off with a low, then went to a, a Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman surviving it where they were like oh no I want more time I want more time sorry you're not getting any more time. To Rollins and Jericho solid match. Seen it a million times, I feel like. The, I think the, the highlight of this night was the fact that Neville returned again and turned heel. I agree with you. I think that that is, one of, that is uh, a high point for me was him returning. Well, that's why returning I, again. I, that's why I would have done Flair Banks as the opening match. Mm-hmm. Then you do Rollins-Jericho. Then you do Sami Zayn, or or you could do Rich Swan. Leave that where that is, and then you do Zayn in the Charlotte spot, 
mm-hmm. where all you had to do was was switch those three matches around. And I think the pay-per-view would have had way more energy to it. But what do I know? I'm not the booker, man. <laughs> nah, if only things would be a lot more different. But, yeah. and I, right. I have to say, Sam Roberts did a way better job on this panel than they had at TLC. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, let's get on to it. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, well, actually, you know what I should say before we move on what to that? What should you say? With the ending of the pay-per-view, I did not like, I didn't like the complete finish of that. Because, okay. well, I mean, it's still that, like, because that pisses me off, the fact that you had... Jericho come in there first and hit the code breaker on Kevin Owens. They're tag like team it. partner. No, they're tag team partners. So? You can't get DQ'd if you hit your tag team partner. Yeah, you can. No, you can't, and it's never it, happened before. It's yes, never he happened. He turned on no, him. For that no, moment, he sorry, turned on no, him, no. and it worked out. That's the referee could have... The referee could have easily reversed the decision. He did not. I am fine how, with this well, ending. How could the, the Kevin, reverse, how could the referee it, it, reverse it? It placed exactly into that entire Kevin Owens versus Y2J. What I'm saying. Is it going to happen? Is I'm, it not going to happen? What I'm saying, tag teams like that, they've never, you never get DQ'd for that. Where we've complained about it, and here it's happening. And I'm complaining about it <laughs> for well, it happening. But. Complain, complain. Monday Night Raw <laughs> opened up with Jericho and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens basically bragging about. How he's still the Universal Champion. How him and Jericho are so smart for having that Codebreaker spot. Which, in turn, again, I've been complaining about this for weeks, maybe for months. Makes the general manager and the commissioner, Stephanie McMahon and, and, and Mick Foley, look so stupid. They look so dumb in all of this. Mm. Which, Mick Foley came out. Wasted 10 more minutes on top of that segment to make it almost like 20 minutes long. Completely useless segment. Foley did his cheap pop. Oh, we're right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And everyone booed because they weren't in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And then McFoley announces for the Royal Rumble, we were going to see Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship where Chris Jericho will be suspended above the ring in a shark cage. Tell me where the hell does that sound familiar? Are you kidding me? Well, well I really think they just did that on the NXT pay-per-view. Like what? And what pisses me off even more about this is, is the fact that Mick same exact cage? No, no, Mick Foley. Oh, you won't be able to interfere at all. Suspended high above in a shark cage. He won't be able to interfere the last time we had this match, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever it was, the end of the match came about because of interference from above in the shark cage with Paul Ellering. <laughs> like, you can't treat us like we're stupid. So, and then the segment ended with Jericho getting locked into the, locked in the shark cage and being suspended above the ring. It's like, 
Yeah, I'm not a fan of it, but I just don't like the unoriginal idea of it. Like it literally just happened. We like we can't. Our memories aren't that bad. That we yeah, and especially for building, trying to build up uh, NXT, it's like they're trying to pretend like we don't remember it from not even a month ago, or maybe it was, but still, it was probably like five weeks ago. Nah, whatever. It was from Survivor Series. Oh yeah, the night before. But even even still. Even still, I think it's kind of stupid. Which, but now next, that's probably going to lead to Roman Reigns being a double champion. Who knows when the last time Roman Reigns defended the U.S. championship was. Mm-hmm. What happens to 30 days and you're out? That doesn't apply to him. Clearly. Yeah. But next up, you had Rusev take it on uh, Cass. Rusev picking up the victory because Cass just could not contain himself. Cass unloaded on Rusev. And Rusev, uh, Cass just ignored the referee, went at it, and that was that. Rusev picked up the easy victory because Cass just couldn't control himself. Which I feel like we saw that recently with Cass. We saw that with Cass. I want to say Cass versus Corbin? No. Couldn't have happened. No, couldn't (laughs) Not on the same. Cass versus no, I don't remember. I thought it was maybe Cass versus Kevin Owens, but I couldn't find. Um, uh, not Owens. Cass yeah. definitely did snap recently too, and he had but the five I, count thing. No, um, I think it was either that or yeah, no, it was the same thing in I the turnbuckle. I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find it. Um, I don't remember when it was, but yeah, that took place. Yeah, so I don't understand yeah. what that is. Well, talking about not understanding, what about this next thing? Yeah, so Sasha Banks, injured leg or injured knee and all. Basically looks like Zack Ryder, except he has a real injury. Um, comes out speaking about Roadblock and wanted to, I guess, congratulate Charlotte um, and called her out only to have Nia Jax come out because she still exists. And then Unfortunately. Nia, Nia Jax attacked her. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> why? I still hate her theme song. I don't care whatever happens. I mean, I like, never take her serious because of that theme song. She's not like most girls. And? Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, wow. That was... That's yeah, I, I don't. I, I hate okay. that. I do hate that theme song, though. Just, yeah. just like we hate her gear. Mm-hmm. Her gear. So. Yeah. So that was that. Up next, backstage, Mick Foley was talking to the tag team of Cesaro and Sheamus uh, when he unveiled new titles, which people booed. Yeah, there's. I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't understand either. It looks like something Santa Claus would wear. It's the SmackDown titles now with the silver plates and a red strap instead of a blue strap. I guess they're really doing this whole brand split thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cheesy. I thought it was cheesy then. I think it's cheesy now. Um, I don't think there was any reason, a good reason, to do this. And I really hope that. 
the only title that's left. Well, I mean, you have the Intercontinental Championship that still has the white strap. And that should remain. Um, U.S. Championship still has the black strap. And uh, as far as the main titles, the only title that's not like the others now is the WWE Championship. So I'm, I'm hoping that strap stays black. I agree. I hope that they don't change anything else. Yeah. I'll be highly disappointed. I, I really um, there was no reason to introduce new tag titles. I agree. Uh, next in time, that segment, uh, Mick Foley got called away uh, because Braun Strowman was backstage attacking people, and uh, Foley had to go stop it. Where he got to him, and Braun Strowman threatened Mick Foley, saying that if he doesn't get a match with Sami Zayn that night on Monday Night Raw. Um, there's going to be consequences. And Foley was like, Sami Zayn's not here. I sent him home. He's probably like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours away already. So then left like that. Braun Strowman said there's going to be consequences. And that there was. Next up, we had Alexander pick up a victory over Noam Dar. Uh, Alicia Fox was at ringside. and yeah, It's a match that spawns from two weeks ago. When mm-hmm. Noam Dar was like super creepy over Alicia Fox, um, but I mean after 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 Cedric Alexander won this match, Noam hit on Alicia Fox, mm-hmm. and then on two o five live, Cedric Alexander faced Drew Gulak, and at one point Gulak was trying to reverse a move and shoved Cedric where Cedric went into Alicia Fox and she got injured leading to Noam Dar to come out and carry her off while he finished the match. Mm-hmm. So we're getting that sort of storyline. Yeah. It's kind of a storyline that we don't care for. Yeah. But like Noam Dar, like coming off super, super creepy. Super you got creepy. super callow, super crazy. Gnome Dar is super creepy. Super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so up next, we saw the tag team match of the new champions, Cesaro and Sheamus, teaming up with the old champions, the longest reigning WWE tag team champions in WWE history. Biggie Langston teaming up with Kofi Kingston to defeat the club, as well as the Shining Stars. Um, during New Day's entrance, though, Biggie took a shot at how many times Charlotte has already been the woman's champion, which was cut from the replays. I don't know if he's going to get in trouble for what he said or if he did get in trouble for what he said, Mm -hmm. but it happened. Um, I don't know. I liked, I liked the whole promo before the match. Sheamus was bragging and Cesaro's like, no, 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 don't do that. Like they, they were great tag team champions. So, there's sportsmanship between Cesaro and New Day. Sheamus, on the other hand, is uh, proving still a rift between Cesaro and Sheamus. But I think that there's always going to be a slight rift between them. And in yeah. my opinion, that's okay. It's fun, yeah. Cesaro had Epico tapping out, and they have the titles, and Sheamus yanked both tag team titles away. So, he's holding up both titles, and then Cesaro rips one from him, so he's got one. Sheamus got one, so it's gonna it's gonna be fun to see them back and forth. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what's next? Who's next? Mm-hmm. 
like yeah. of the tag team division. Like that's I mean, obviously I think the club. I think the club is next. Not Shining Stars, and I'll I think you're crazy if you think Shining Stars. I don't I'm think Shining club. Stars. I don't think No, I'm saying true. in general, if anybody thinks Shining Stars, I think you're crazy. But I'm going with the club next in line. <laughs> now what happens if the next champions really are Shining Stars? Well then I'm gonna continue not to watch Pro Wrestling Live. And I may not even cover it. <laughs> and that's the truth. Next up, you ended up having Neville Swan and Kendrick. They cut a nice little promo in the ring. Pretty much Neville stating how he's back and all of that stuff. He said he's here to obliterate the 205 Live division. Yeah. Which, yeah, and then Rich Swan came out. They exchanged words. Brian Kendrick came out and yelled at Rich Swan, basically sticking up for Neville. Like, how dare you talk to him like that? And then they both attacked uh, Rich Swan, and then TJ Perkins came out, but they also beat him down. So mm-hmm. I think it. I think this is a fantastic use of storyline with the cruiserweights, because I think this is entertaining. I agree. As opposed to the creepiness of Noam Dar and that Alicia Fox stuff. That's whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But I don't know. But talking about obliteration, next up, Sin Cara taking on Titus O'Neil did not go as planned. Went to a no contest because Braun Strowman. Made his presence felt, came on down to ringside and obliterated both wrestlers. Yeah. And then Mick so. Foley, Foley came out, tried to stop him. Braun didn't listen and he uh, tossed Sinkara off the stage onto a Christmas tree in some boxes. They were wrapped like presents, but there was clearly nothing in them because <laughs> why would there be anything in there? But yeah, uh, yeah so. So Braun Strowman promised there's going to be hell to pay or whatever he said was going to say. Living up to his bargain. Yes. Uh, next, we saw Charlotte cutting a promo about winning the title. Way too long of a segment. But yep. you had Bailey come out. You had her challenge. Flair for the title. Uh, this is what should have happened tonight. I mean, that night on Monday Night Raw. As opposed that like that should have been Bailey's debut. One hundred percent should have been Bailey's debut, where she picks up the victory over Charlotte Flair for the women's championship. Mm-hmm. You could like Bailey sat for Bailey's just waiting, wait being wasted on the roster right now. Four months she sat and did nothing. She had a feud with Alicia Fox over a teddy bear. So yeah. this would have been a perfect opportunity. For Bailey to come up from NXT. Oh my God, it's Bailey from NXT. What is she doing I, here? You could even you could even taken her completely off TV and had her re debut at this moment, but nope. Yeah, so Bailey then challenged her to a match, which she accepted, which led to Bailey defeating Charlotte, which makes me question why did this match take place if Bailey was not going to win the championship. Right mm-hmm. then and there, she should have won it. Stupid. There's no point to have that match on on television. That's a pay-per-view match. Stupid, but whatever. Up next, uh, earlier in the night, though, Enzo Amore received a letter backstage um, stating from HR that he had to go to sensitivity training. So he went 
to sensitivity training, and Bob Backlund, Darren Young, Jinder Mahal, and Bo Dallas were there. Um, everyone got certificates except for Enzo. And then Jinder and Rusev attacked Enzo. So is that like a new League of Nations? I don't know, but I thought it was a funny segment. Uh, you had Enzo and Jinder going back and forth mostly. Uh, Bo Dallas doing his little uh, bull lead. What do you want? He wanted to change the word of something. Um, but it was entertaining. Yeah. What else is there to was say it, about it? Was it Bogan? I don't know. He goes, can we I, just can we just all agree that we can change this word to Bogan or whatever the word was? Yeah. yeah so that was funny. Uh, but I did not need those segments at all. I agree. Could have been skipped. Uh, main event of the evening, Y2J and Kevin Owens picking up. No, it was a no contest against Reigns and Rollins. Thanks to that continuing obliteration of Braun Strowman, who interfered in this match, taking out Reigns, taking out Rollins. Um, and then Foley is going to have Jericho tossed Reigns back into the ring for more Strowman beat down. Yeah. Um, which that like, it's a no contest, but I don't know how this was not a DQ. He only attacked Reigns. He only attacked Rollins. I, I mean, yeah, it could there's have been a no DQ. Way, there's no way this should not have been a DQ finish. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I'm happy with the end of it. I'm happy that Strowman is the cause of the, uh, no finish, at least. I mean, so no maybe, contest. Maybe the next title shot there is going to be Strowman versus Reigns, where Strowman becomes U.S. champion. Maybe. And I'm Reigns, hoping. And then Reigns goes on to be uh, universal champion. I hope not. Even though I still, I would still like to see Brock Lesnar win the Royal Rumble to go on to WrestleMania to face Kevin Owens, to have Kevin Owens defeat Brock Lesnar to retain the universal championship. Because that's how I would book WrestleMania. I do not want to see Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg again. It would make no, no. sense. Brock Lesnar is already 0-2. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. Do not do a third one. Um, please, please, no. But this Braun Strowman stuff just continues again, makes Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon look stupid. It makes them so look so stupid. They can't control a superstar who, who Mick Foley himself described as not a wrestler, not an entertainer. He's a monster. I don't understand. What are you doing with him then? You can't control him. You can't. You're gonna find him. You're gonna suspend him. You're not doing any of that stuff. And then Monday Night Raw ends with Michael Cole saying, "Somebody better call nine one one." I don't think. That's, I don't think that's the right thing to say when children are watching. Yeah. I'm surprised that there's no like, there were no reports of nine one one calls. That would be interesting. But that is Raw. Let's talk about some SmackDown. Yeah, opened up with a title match for the WWE Championship. Champion AJ Styles retained over James Ellsworth uh, as, under under as, a minute. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. Uh, and then AJ Styles continued to beat him down afterwards. Um. Totally beat him down. Yeah, and then AJ Styles cut a promo. Ziggler came out. Corbin came out. 
said that he should have the title shot. It shouldn't be Ziggler. Ziggler and Corbin yelled at each other, and then Corbin hit Ziggler with the end of days, which was a super sick end of days on the behalf mm-hmm. of Dolph Ziggler. Um, and then backstage after that, Dolph Ziggler was speaking to Daniel Bryan and asked for a match that night with Baron Corbin. And Daniel Bryan said, well, it's going to be for the number one contendership then. And Ziggler's like, I don't care. I absolutely, I need to face Baron Corbin. Which, storyline-wise, I don't understand why he'd sacrifice that opportunity for this. Mm -hmm. But. Whatever. Yeah, so. Up next, back-to-back title matches. The Miz retaining the Intercontinental Championship over Apollo Crews. Uh, I always want to say Apollo Creed. I almost said E-Apollo Crews. E-Apollo Crews, that's new. Which is like, if you heard me, I said E. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but during the match, Maurice tried to cheat. Tried to, like, I don't know, scratch Apollo Cruz's eyes out or whatever. And uh, the referee caught her, made her leave. And uh, Apollo Cruz had Miz up for his finisher. Miz got out of that, which, to me, that was a weak spot where, like, the ref, like, oh, I got to turn away for this. And Miz, boom, pokes him in the eyes. Skull crushing finale. One, two, three. It took like a minute after the match for commentary to first make the eye poke call. Um, It sounded like David Otunga was going to call it and for whatever reason didn't. They waited for like a minute until it was after the fact. Um, But I'm fine with it. Although I think that should lead to Apollo Crews getting another shot. I agree with that. Not going to happen probably. I mean, we spoke about Cruz maybe being IC champ at some point, but it seems like they're just running with the Miz right now. Well, I mean, it's. It was, I mean, Renee Young interviewed Miz afterwards to ask him about his relationship with Dean Ambrose or obsession with Dean Ambrose, whatever word she used, and he spun it around and said, "Oh, well, what's your obsession with him? Like, you're the one sleeping with him," and then she slapped him. And then stormed off, so that happened. Yeah, um, I, I actually like them going into that little aspect of it. So it's like that right there, okay, yes, that's back-to-back title matches. Now this is back-to-back Total Divas moments being brought into into storyline because Natalia yeah. was up next. Um. And they were going like, oh, you know me. I would never do it. First of all, Natalia comes out, and then it cuts straight to commercial. So for four minutes, what what was she doing out there? I'm going to say people were just listening to her theme song, and it, that's right? unfortunate. Like, why, why was, what was the point of her coming out on live television to cut a promo, cutting to commercial? But Nikki came out, as did Carmella. Car- Carmella's like, oh, I want to listen to this. I want to see how she tries to get out of that. And Natalia ended up saying... It was her. Carmella's mm-hmm. like, oh, you said this to me. And Tally's like, well, that was supposed to be private. And Nikki's like, you said that, Natty? I thought I knew you. Yeah. And Awful. Yeah, so Natalia chased after Carmella. Carmella escaped. And then Natalia just like let loose. She goes, it was me. It was me all along. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that was Natalia did, in fact, attack. Nikki Bella at Survivor Series. 
Yeah. And next up you had good old Ambrose picking up the victory over Luke Harper. Um, Harper with the Wyatt family at ringside. Yeah. And Ambrose, um, Ambrose picked how up many the, times can we see this match? Ambrose picked up the victory with a quick cradle pin. And as soon as the three count happened, Orton and Wyatt were in there attacking him. Orton hit the RKO, which then led to the Wyatts leaving. Miz and Maurice coming out. Miz hitting Ambrose with the skull crushing finale. So it's weird because, like, in a sense, yes, we've seen that so many times where it's, like, almost like, I don't even want to say it, but it's almost as if... Say it. Like, because it's like there's they're intertwining two storylines right there. You mm-hmm. have the tag team titles, which, like, at any point now, I could just picture it in my head. I'm just I'm just seeing Kane coming out to the rescue of Dean Ambrose again randomly, and them two doing tag team title matches with the Wyatts. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, you have the Intercontinental Championship feud between Ambrose and Miz. So it's like, I hope that does not happen with, with Kane at all. Uh, please, no. Uh, no. Up next, though, we saw La Luchadora making her, I guess, debut, if you want to say that. If anyone had any thoughts other than who this could possibly be. I mean, no. If anyone had any uh, thoughts about yeah. who this could be that wasn't Becky Lynch, then I don't know. But, yeah, she defeated Alexa Bliss. No surprise. She unmasked it's Becky Lynch. Whoa, shocker. It was fun to see her wrestle in a Lucha style, though. But, yeah, she could definitely roll. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so now Becky Lynch has another victory over Bliss. Yeah. Next up, you had Mojo picking up the victory over Hawkins. Yeah, backstage. That is from that. Uh, yeah, backstage, Ryan Phillippe was looking for Randy Orton. And Mojo was like, man, bro, I don't, uh, I don't think you want to, I don't think you want to deal with Randy Orton. He's a lot different than he is. Or how, how he's a lot different than he was when he was on your show, Shooter, USA Network, whenever that airs. And uh, and then Hawkins came into the picture, made fun of both of them. And then Hawkins, I mean, then Mojo became friends with Ryan Phillippe. So Phillippe sat on commentary for that match. And Mauro Ranallo called Kurt Hawkins Chad. And Very. JBL called Ryan Philippi Felipe. Yeah, things you don't want to do. He goes, Felipe. Like, have you never heard of this person before? He well, goes, I mean, he hasn't, been, he hasn't been relevant in a long time. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Does yeah. anybody watch that show? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Exactly. So... But it's funny, Marl's like, Chad Hawkins. And he goes, did I say Chad? Stupid me. I'm so stupid. (laughs) I'm so stupid. Stupid me. He didn't really say that. I don't know why I had to copy him. He didn't really say that. But we got to see Zack Ryder's current tag team partner taking on Zack Ryder's former tag team partner. Uh, So it was was interesting. It was fun. Mojo picked up the victory. Uh, after this match took place backstage, Dasha Fuentes was reporting the fact that Ellsworth had been taken to a medical facility, which was just complete incorrect information. I don't know where she got her information from, because Ellsworth came out right after that, meaning he was still there. Mm-hmm. She tried to interview him, but he was too too uh, too hurt 
who's like, oh, over and over again. And, and surprisingly, I like, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with this, but Carmella came over. She yelled at Dasha and basically checked on Ellsworth and they walked off together. So if that's leading to an on-air romance, man, <laughs> yeah, like what, what is going on? Why? Save me. Why is, me, that, why is that happening? Save me. How save is me. that happening? Just save me. I don't, like, how the hell did we wind up like this? I don't know. Like, why weren't we Booking. able? Booking. <laughs> Thank you. So, that next Nick, up. That was Nickelback, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but, yes, up next, we saw Baron Corbin taking on Dolph Ziggler, which ended in another double no-ending match. It was a double countout. Which AJ Styles then attacked both of them with a steel chair. And Daniel Bryan came out and was like, guess what? Triple threat match next week for the WWE Championship. So, yeah. storyline purposes, I don't understand why Dolph Ziggler would have done that. But seeing the end of SmackDown, yes, you know why Dolph Ziggler did that. Yes. I don't have a problem with it being a triple threat match. I just... Was hoping we would get another one-on-one match with Ziggler and AJ Styles. Yeah, I know. But it is what it is. Yeah. It so is next, what it is. Next week on SmackDown, the, the last SmackDown of 2016, um, is going to feature just a bunch of title matches. So, And the return of John Cena. Hopefully it's entertaining. Hopefully. Yeah. But only time will tell. All right. Let's take a break, and we'll be back here on Marking Out. Oh, it's only a, a sound thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I thought he was about to film me saying this, but I guess it's just a uh, vocal thing. So I'm going to make it really good. I'm going to make sound effects, voice effects. Listen. <clears throat> this is Kevin Steen, Steen, Steen. And you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 207. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. It's 307, bro. What did I say? 407. You said 207. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Right in between. 307. And I'm looking at 307, too. I don't know where I got the, where I got the two from. I don't know where you got the four from. Yeah, I don't know where I got the four from I mean, either. We got the two, we got the four. I think we got to do it. <laughs> Are you gonna do it? <laughs> two, four, six. No, no. Eight. It was it was a two by four hacksaw Jim Duggan thing. You were supposed oh, to get that, and now you had to hoe. Oh, I thought we were you were going for a. Um, no, I wasn't going spot. for no. Okay. So we well, got a, we got a two by four. Are you gonna hoe? <laughs> What's that here, tough guy? Okay, moving on from that. Uh, yeah, we're back. Outside the ring news coming up. From outer space. Don't yeah. Yeah. That's not the lyric at all. No. <laughs> no, but I, I thought that as well, which is weird, so. Yeah, I'm happy that you were on the same page as me. Yeah. So, uh, apparently... The time off that Mick Foley was supposed to be getting was because he's getting his hip replaced. So apparently, I said that again. Now I'm that kid again from Ellen. 
Apparently. Um, it's going to be this week and maybe till January 2nd. But yeah. who knows? It's pro wrestling, so nothing ever is reported 100% factually. So Yeah, he should know. be back. I mean, I, um, I think he could be on air within no time. Well, yeah, I mean, well, can you, you walk? This you could walk. Like, I mean, walking depends on the surgery. I mean, hip precautions are going to be on there, so walking's going to be limited. And flying, too, man. That's going to oh, suck. Well, I mean, flying-wise, I would be cautious of blood clots. Yeah. I mean, but he should be fine. I mean, it should probably be three to four days in the hospital, maybe three days in hospital. But that was it. That should be it. Yeah, so if he is, in fact, getting hip replacement surgery, I uh, hope all goes well. Uh, yeah. And, uh, speedy Come recovery. on our podcast to speak about it. Oh, I don't think I'll do that. I'll do that from afar, though. Yeah. Thanks, Mick. Uh, 2016 is going to be actually the first year since 1995 that Tyson Kidd has not wrestled one match. That is the most depressing – well, what, some of the most depressing news – in the outside of the news recently. Yeah. That's Yeah, Natalia Natalia posted that. Um Tyson Kidd retweeted somebody else saying it. Yeah, very unfortunate. I mean Tyson Kidd, I cannot wait for him to return if he ever does. Which they took him off Total Divas for I guess they didn't wanna get into his whole neck injury storyline and everything. Which I, I appreciate their respecting and giving a distance. I think it's more – I don't think it's them respecting. I think it's them covering themselves because okay. you still have the guy that injured him <clears throat> doing the same thing still with the company today. That's why you had so many other people I, ranting yeah. about it. You had Cesaro yeah. talk about it. Red Hart, very vocal so, about it. Yeah. Um, and also, right. they just – uh, Smith. Is he done forever or no? I hope not. I really hope not. It's such a freak injury too. I mean, very unfortunate. And it's not like he's a new wrestler. I mean, Tyson Kidd's a veteran. So it, it's yeah, a veteran I mean, like, freak. It's, wrestling could be dangerous. And it's unfortunate that he suffered that neck injury. Yeah, I mean, uh, in 2015 from 1995, that's 20 years. Yeah. So that's he's at least 20 years in the business. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Um, and then TNA, yeah. I was what just going to say that uh, Smith Hart announced that he has stage four cancer. Mm. So that's unfortunate. unfortunate. He, I mean, he goes, he did say on that, on the announcement that, I mean, his views are always, I mean, not necessarily the, the, they're always. I mean, they. He, yeah, he has controversial views of professional wrestling today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he does. But he is diagnosed. They said he was diagnosed terminal cancer, and he could. I think. What did he say? Like another. I don't know if it was another month or another year within that. But it's unfortunate. Cancer is always unfortunate. Yeah, cancer sucks. Yeah, I think it was another um, year that he had. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, DNA has announced that TV tapings are going to be taking place for January. So it does exist. Yeah, so <laughs> TNA a, is still kicking. I'm not, um, that's the third time I use that. I hope to not use it again. All right. Yeah, so TNA is still going to be producing uh, TV. So it's going to be interesting. How long? Are they going to make it through 2017 intact? 
Only time's going to tell. And it's crazy because they're doing, like, they do these tapings from the Impact Zone at Universal Studios in Orlando, yeah. Florida, mm -hmm. completely free. Which like, is amazing. But thinking about how many people they bring in, though, I would assume that's, that's a good yeah. amount. Exactly. Well, so like, who know, like, who knows how many, yeah, exactly. Like, who knows if that studio audience is, like, completely... Yeah. Are they there for that? Which it's like, it's, I'm, I'm so, sure that they, they attend for other reasons, but I'm sure that it's definitely enticing to join that. It sucks, like, because Chris got to go. He's been yeah. to a taping. And uh, I definitely wanted to go to an impact taping down All there. right, so maybe we will at some point. Probably I, not, though. Highly, it's been how many years? <laughs> I know. We it's always been say. so many years since since back in the day that they've been doing these tapings, but. I know. And it's like, and one time I was in 2008, I was down there and it, they just happened. They were like, they did, they was an off day or an off week that when I was yeah. there. So I, yeah, couldn't, I nice. couldn't even do it. Yeah. And to top it off, we had like the whole VIP tour and everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, they took us through the, through the sound stages and into different sound stages. And I was like, can this I, is where Rey Mysterio came in. This is where No, I was like I was like, can I go first of all, Rey Mysterio was never in TNA. Did he, wasn't he part of that invasion? No, I'm thinking about when Abyss came over. Yeah. With the balloons. When Rey Mysterio was maybe in the video. Yeah. That was seriously one of my favorite videos though, because because of Road Dog, where he goes, Look, what do we got here? We got some Mahi Mahi. Yeah. And he's just sitting there, they're eating catering. Because <laughs> I think they had a they had a WWE had a, a video shoot there. Yeah. So, but like I was saying is that I was asking, oh, can we get into the impact zone? Like I'm right outside the impact zone. Can we get in there? And uh, they were like, well, I'll see you later. And then they she found out because they I think they were like taping something inside, so it was like being used. So I couldn't. It was like a hot set at that time, so I couldn't go in. But they weren't filming TV. I was like, oh, I just want to see it i just want to take a picture with it <laughs> well you should have taken that picture i couldn't take a picture i couldn't get into it nah so. all right well nxt's kenneth crawford is now going to be using the name montez ford he continues to tag with angela dawkins um i guess yeah, doing i guess they're just doing the live events for nxt but at least yeah. i mean they're still they're still paired together it's weird that that he's changed the name there. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get on to some indie results. On the 16th, PWG, Mystery Vortex 4 of Reseda, California. Trent picked up the victory over Candice LeRae. Trevor Lee defeated ACH. Matt Seidel defeated Pete Dunne. Back, sorry. back in America, too. Yeah. No, I, no, I longer, no longer wrestling with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, because of the drug charges and everything. Yeah. So for for marijuana. Yeah. Um, Red Dragon though defeated Death by Elbow. PWG and, World. Oh, and well. I think afterwards, uh, Chris Hero might have given like a a goodbye speech. Very not, interesting. Not a hundred percent positive on that though. Is it? Kayfabe, not kayfabe, who knows? PWG World Title, number one contendership on the line. Chuck Taylor defeated Adam Cole. Very surprising right there. Yeah. Uh, very awesome, too. Uh, next up, Jeff Cobb tagged with Matt Riddle to defeat the the Young Bucks. I got to say, I like that tag team, Cobb and Riddle. 
Dude, um, I wish that. two up two up and coming uh, wrestlers. I think they both made pretty big names for themselves in 2016. Yeah, uh, Matt I, Riddle a lot. Jeff Cobb too, with his involvement with Lucha Underground. I believe. I hope he gets signed to WWE one day. I hope they both do, dude. Well, I mean, just I mean, Riddle is a different. It's like they're two different classes. Like, yes and no. Like two, no, 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 I'm saying like two different classes of like why they should be signed. Okay, yeah, no, I get it. Cobb just like when I saw that whatever, I don't know where I first saw him this year, but just absolutely blew me away with the stuff he did. I think I sent you it. Yeah, I think possibly. I sent you a clip of him and I was just like, wow, check out this guy. And then Riddle's been making a name for himself after Monster Factory, yeah. breaking away from there and then just being on the up and up. Yeah, I just saw but, something. I, I don't know. I forget the match that I saw with him too, but. I just watched it yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. Um, PWG world title on the line. Zack Sabre Jr. Dang it. <laughs> you don't get to call him. I know. That. I know. But I really want to call him Sabre Jr. Sabre Jr., your champion, defeated Marty Skrull. Um, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Also taking place the 16th of December. House of Hardcore 22 at the 2300 Arena. Philly, PA. Brooklyn Brawler defeated Alex Reynolds. Tired. Uh, where I think also Brooklyn Brawler turned face. Or turned, yeah, I guess turned face at one point wearing the the Phillies jersey, maybe? Or Interesting. Tyatt like defeated Jessica Havoc. Tony Nese defeated Leo Rush in yeah. what was his last independent wrestling match. And I'm sure this was a great match. And Leo Rush put him in the category with Cobb and Riddle for 2016 being a big year for him. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, Toss and Joey Janela, yeah. too. Those four wrestlers have really made names for themselves this year. If we were doing marquee awards, which we are not because award shows no longer mean anything, uh, even though we've done <laughs> marquee awards 2011, 12, 13, 14, yeah. and 15. No, 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 none this year. None for 2016. But if we were going to do them, those names would definitely be on the list somewhere. And then up and coming, I would toss in Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Absolutely, yeah. Um, starting to spread around his name. Uh, Connor Braxton, Dan Barry, and Kikatoru defeated Eddie Kingston, TJ Marconi, and Vic Delicious. I saw bits and pieces of this match. This match was funny. Of did, course. Did you see any clips of it? They were using the... Yeah. Um, not not segways, those things that people use to think that they're cool. They catch on fire. Hoverboards. Yeah, segway. Oh, hoverboards. Yeah, not right. even really hoverboards, but they were using that in the match, which I thought was really funny and clever. All right. Really, if you could find those clips, try and try and find those I'll, clips and I'll try check to. it out. Um, uh, even not you, people listening to me saying yeah. that right now. <laughs> but uh, up next, you saw Moose defeat Colt Cabana. Which I think is the first time on the show in like months that you didn't say Colt Cabana. That's weird. Because like, uh, you're, all, you're always like, Colt Cabana. Cabana. And now you no, just did it. Yeah. And now I did it. And now it just ruined the joke. And it's not really that it funny. It really wasn't a joke. It was just something that you did. Every single, for whatever reason, you always got the, it seems like you always got Colt Cabana's name in a match. So I, I don't know if I say it every time, but maybe I think about it. But Sammy Callahan picked up the victory over Brian Cage. And John Hennigan, FKA Johnny Morrison, Johnny Nitro, uh, Johnny Mundo, John Morrison 
Uh, picked up the victory <laughs> over Phoenix. I was wrong last week. I think I got this match confused with Tony Nice. Maybe. Yeah. So it was back to back Johnny Nitro versus Phoenix for both House of Hardcores. So, yeah. but the main event of the evening saw a steel cage match. Yes. Yeah. Hardy. Matt Hardy defeated Tommy Dreamer in a steel cage match. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then on the 17th? No, on the 16th. It happened. Yeah, or, but or then on the 17th. Oh, well, I was going to say, I think, uh, I believe, total it's nonstop built. everything, the deletion, everything is going to be on DVD with deleted scenes. So I'm, that, I might have to pick that up on DVD. Oy vey. Which would be like the biggest gap, I think in years from when I picked up a company's DVD from the next time I had picked up oh, a DVD. Understandable. On the yeah. 17th, House of Hardcore 23 in Joppa, Maryland, Jessica Havoc defeated Taya. Eddie Kingston picked up the victory over Lance Anawahi. You Connor got Connor Braxton teamed Kit Couturo. And your teacher, my teacher, Matt Stryker, uh, actually, not my teacher, and he's not your teacher, but we know whose teacher he was. Defeated yes. Benjamin Boone and <laughs> the Now. Yeah, you also had Moose defeat Brian Cage. A fatal four-way elimination match saw Alex Reynolds pick up a victory over Brandon Scott, Dan Barry, and Sanjay Dutt. The Sandman and Tommy Dreamer picked up the victory over the Spirit Squad. And Phoenix defeated Johnny Hennigan, Johnny yeah. Mundo, John Morrison, John Morrison. Even in it out one to one. Um, forgot to mention in the, the event of the 22nd with Tony Nese's beatdown, mm -hmm. uh, Alex Reynolds beat him down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he, uh -huh. he yelled at Tony Nese. He goes, make sure when you go back to WWE, they know they signed the wrong guy. So. Yeah, it was an awesome promo. Got to listen to it. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was nice to see that, like, I mean, that was it. That's Nice's, yeah. that was it. And he got to, again, one more time work with Alex Reynolds. Awesome. Uh, House of Glory 6 taking place on the 17th in Queens, New York. Leroy Green defeated Hank Flanders. In a casket match, Nikki Heat defeated Smiley. Violet defeated Sonya Strong. Uh, New York Wrecking Crew defeated Brian Burgundy and TJ Marconi. House of Glory Crown Jewel title match. Ken Broadway defended his championship successfully against Leo Rush. For the number one contendership of that Crown Jewel Championship, Rude Boy Riley defeated Evander James. He's another one that could definitely be nominated for so many awards this year. RBR or EJ? Uh, uh, Rude Boy Riley. Mm, yes. Uh, House of Glory heavyweight title match. Eddie Edwards defeated Anthony Gangon, by, the champion by DQ. Yeah. And then in the main event of the evening, you saw for the House of Glory Tag Team Championships in a fatal four-way match, EYFBO picking up the championship victory over the former champions, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy, the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley, and Private Party. And I believe 
Devon Dudley is now officially retired from in-ring action. No yeah, longer doing any more matches. That's the rumor. All right, on the 17th, NYWC Tour de Circus taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium. He had an open challenge gauntlet. The Big O defeated Johnny Rad... Radke? 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 Bishop Bear Bronson. You mean and Bear Bronson, bro? Yeah, and Bear Bronson. Papadon, Greek god Papadon, defeated Aiden Ball. Blake Morris defeated King Mega. For the MYWC Starlet Championship, J-Red, a shocker there, picked up a victory over the champion Devil Doll. So new wow. Starlet Champion. So awesome, J-Red. And very interesting, but very interested to see where this is going to lead. Angel Andrews continuing his win streak. And defeated Braden Knight, the returning Braden Knight, um, former tag team cha- uh, tag team partner with uh, JT Kaysen. So Angela Andrews just continuing his tear. Yeah, MYWC tag team titles were on the line. The Hounds of Hatred titles uh, title holders defeated Bull James and Mouse. Uh, Bull James and Mouse got their titles shot. Um, at the last event. Um, but yeah, so they lost. And then after the match, Bull James declared that him and Mouse, as well as two mystery team members, are going to be facing Stockade and the Hounds of Hatred in the 15th annual Psycho Circus match. Yeah, so, so it's make sure you get tickets to the Psycho Circus. Uh, FSW showcase match Suntan defeated AJ Spectre. The MYWC Tag Team Tag Team Championship Number One Contenders match took place. Um, Anthony Lacera teamed up with Jesse Vane to defeat the Benson Brothers and the Fell Twins, so they're now Number One Contenders. Very surprising. I thought it would have been the Benson Brothers, considering their uh, showing in the last at the last uh, event. Yeah. Uh, JT Kaysen defeated Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Surprised there. I thought Feinstein was definitely going to pick up the victory in this matchup. But also, Kaysen is a former champion, so you can't rule him out ever. And the MYWC Fusion Championship match took place. Tyler Murphy, the champion, defeated Chainsaw Joe Gacy, Man of Steel Mike Verna, as well as Randy Summers. So Big O had that that open challenge earlier in the night. He said if he needs to start from the bottom to get back that Fusion Championship, he will. So... Maybe we'll see at Psycho Circus. Maybe we'll see Big O and and uh, Tyler Murphy come come together for a match again. I have a feeling it's going to happen again. Um, you ended up having in the main event NYWC Championship match. Stockade defending his championship against Rex Lawless went to a no contest. After the match, there was a huge brawl, and Rex Lawless joined Bull James and Mouse's team for Psycho Circus. So make sure that you get tickets for Psycho Circus. One thing I want to point out is that there were 11 matches on this card. How awesome is that? That is why I love NYWC, and everyone should be checking out NYWCWrestling.com over at Deer Park, New York. 11 matches for a great price and so entertaining. All of these wrestlers, all these matches, well worth your time, well worth going to. So, all right. What else do we have? Shameless plugs? Dave, any? Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. 
Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Also go check out Rex at the Rexplex. We know you're listening. Thank you very much for listening. Also go check out Team Awesome 418 at Team Awesome 418. Lorenzo trying to get that Pro Wrestling Tea Shop, which they should definitely have. We are full supporters of them. And let's kind of get on that bandwagon and start following them on Twitter. No reason why all the Facebook fans cannot jump on over. But if you want to go like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. Also go check out Eric. Good old Montreal Broski at MTL Broski. Go check out First Thing in the Morning. Go follow him. Go follow everyone because why not? Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs? Uh-huh. Hey there, gang. It's me, Mickey Mouse, and you're listening to Brandon Shoutouts. The first shout-out goes to Rhino for his portrayal of Santa Claus on Talking Smack this week. I thought it was one of the funniest things. Um actually surprised that they did that because he was acting like really not PG. Mm -hmm. He's rubbing cookies all over himself, asking Renee Young if she liked what she saw. So I thought it was really funny. Check out Talking Smack. Although I was disappointed, uh, not disappointed this week, but since the the 205 Live, they've been taping these episodes. Just disappointing. I liked it when it was live. But, I liked it too. Yeah, People of Earth is up next for a shout out. Uh, the first season's completed. It's fun. It's over on TBS, so it's definitely a show that you can go back, check out, binge it, binge watch. I don't know if people just say binge it. <laughs> I don't know what they say. Do um, they say that? Have you seen every episode though? Or no, I have not. So you got to get on that. On I did watch every episode with Erica. We watched uh, Stranger Things. You have you watched Stranger Things yet? Yeah, you know I've. I mean, you should know I've watched it. We Wait, you did? I we discussed all of this. No, we did yes, not discuss me, any of this. You and Kaysen discussed it. Not yeah, but not directly. Yeah. I mean, I did yes, watch directly. That all three of us were talking about it, and well, I said, I said to, no spoilers. I said to Kaysen, I was like, you can't even say anything because he didn't even watch it. Well, I forgot about that. Well, Stranger now we Things have to discuss this. Stranger Things might have even gotten a shout out on the show. Well, now we really have to talk about this. But yeah, on, on I think Saturday they might be doing um, no Sunday maybe. I don't know. They're doing a like a, a marathon of all their shows on TBS. So if you want to watch Wrecked, if you want to watch People of Earth and whatever other I was, shows. I'm kind of disappointed with People of Earth. Why? I don't know. I, I watched some of it and it didn't really do much for me. Dude, it's even better on demand. It's like I'm mean, actually I have no idea. They might curse on mm-hmm. <laughs> they might curse on the, the normal broadcast as well, but uh, I was I was very pleased with this, and it's leading to a season two, so that's awesome. All right. Uh, last up, though, is an anti shout out going to WWE 2K17 because they released a patch. Of course, you would think a patch that would be like, oh yeah, that's a great thing for the game. However, this patch um, now, no matter what match I play, it's there's no crowd noise. So that's I'm, weird. Yeah, I don't. So. They fix stuff and then everything else breaks. I don't know what. I, I don't know for this company, man. It's it upsets you. Yeah, I don't know what they do, but um, yeah. So those are my my shout outs. Moving on 
two, hours. week i'm going to take the mark out moment of the week my mark out moment of the week had to have been neville returning on the pay-per-view um and then again appearing on monday night raw very happy to see him at the 205 live on the 205 live in that division where i think that he he deserves to be uh he belongs um also i marked out for everything with Strowman this week I really did. I was really happy to see the way that they've been pushing him and progressing him. It's kind of absurd, though. Um, I mean, we mentioned Sin Cara. We mentioned Strowman. Um, Sin Cara made the announcement that he was no longer in the regular division. He's going to be on the Cruiserweight division. And mm-hmm. here he is facing Titus O'Neil, who's, last time I checked, I don't believe he was a Cruiserweight, getting attacked by Braun Strowman. So that's I think that's weird, but yeah, it's definitely awesome that Neville's back. Mm-hmm. So, that's well, cool. I'll also share uh, Mark Allen of the week from Chris uh, on one of the let's see on a documentary. Lita was wearing a Dillinger Escape Plan T-shirt, a band that he listens to. So he marked out for that for Lita wearing that T-shirt. So awesome stuff all around, and that's really it. Yeah, take us on. Well, that is Marking Out, episode 307. See, I got it correct. And here I I thought you were going to say 305. You know what? Nope. 307, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling fans. Thank you for listening. Make sure you go listen to all of our past episodes on Google Play, on iTunes, and on Stitcher Radio. Please make sure that you subscribe to all of them. Make sure you rate all of us. Uh, on all of those uh, five, leave comments. Go check out MarkingOut.com where you can listen to it over there as well. Go check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Go follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, at Brandon, that is not it, at BTG161. Also go check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut to buy your MarkingOut t-shirts for the holiday season. Because who does not want a marking out t-shirt during this holiday season? Go buy them. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Also check out YouTube.com slash marking out 11 because cooking with Brandon 5, who knows when it's going to drop. Episode 5. Episode (laughs) 5. But who knows when it's going to be dropping. Make sure that you subscribe to that so this way you are the first to be watching that. And Also, don't be stupid. It's Christmas, it's Hanukkah, the holidays. Don't drink yes. and drive. We no, Come on, don't, seriously, don't be an yes. idiot. Don't be an idiot. Do not drink and drive. Have fun this holiday season. Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, everything. Um, have fun. One love. Just enjoy <laughs> yourself. Enjoy everybody around you. But do not drink and drive. Do not be stupid. Do not do dumb stuff like that. If you drink too much, call a cab. But we wish you the The best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic holiday. (laughs) 
Oh, oh.